Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Profit Minds Podcast. My name is Dr. Stephen Kirch, and I'm the professor of Protivity and creator of the Protivity Growth System, a unique blend of profit growth, productivity acceleration, and business process for scale. In every episode, I interview entrepreneurs and small business owners from around the world with a unique story to tell. You can find this show on YouTube, LinkedIn, Apple and Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and more. Today, my guest is Jessica Dugas, the creator of the Breakthrough Show Network, and we'll be discussing the importance of telling your story. So welcome, Jessica. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here with you. We've gotten to spend, you know, a good amount of time together this last year between networking and my show and now yours. I'm, I'm excited to have another conversation. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so great to have you on. Um, so the importance of story. So tell us yours. I don't, I don't know if we have that much oh, time. Okay. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> but, or the but, lights. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, you know, I, I, I guess I would like to, to share about why sharing your story is so important to me. Um, I, I think that everyone has a story to tell and it's interesting. I, um, back I, in middle school, I had gotten really interested in genealogy um, and finding out where my family was from and um, and just being really passionate about learning where they came from. And it wasn't enough for me to, you know, see their name on a headstone or find, you know, something in a census. I would want to know why did they write that way? Why did they why did they come here? Why did this happen this way? And I I, I suppose that little little bit of a fire underneath me when it came to learning about the importance of everyone's stories, because it's more than we're more than what we are on the surface. There's so much underneath, you know, and, um, and I've learned that my own story throughout the years has not just inspired me, but I when I learned that it inspired other people, I said, wait a minute, there's something here. If we can talk about our own stories, talk about our own lives, our own journeys, and that gives us a spark to heal, to move forward, to grow. And then it's helping other people to heal and grow. And then the third part is that it brings us together because now we're sharing those stories. It, it's a magic that happens. And for me, when my brother passed away 12 years ago, that was the start of a very important chapter in my story. And when I wrote about the experience that I had when my brother passed away, this was when that all came together for me, when I writing that story helped me to process his passing. It helped other people that knew him and loved him to process his passing. And then it was, an, it was an opportunity for us to come together. So it's very important to me. I've watched it played out in my, my own life. And, um, and I, I love to provide a space where other people can do that as well. Yeah, it's, it, you know, and, and if, as, as, you know, I know you're aware, everybody's story is unique, mm. right? But that common thread of humanity weaves its way through it. And so, you know, your sharing out of your experience um, gives people to ex the, the permission to share their own story. Right. And heal in that way. So they heal by your example. They heal by 
you know, you, you being able to enable them to share their story and, Mm -hmm. and, and to go through the same kind of catharsis that you did. Yeah, Um, absolutely. Yeah. So, you you say you you say you know you don't niche down right mm. your business is is multifaceted yeah. <laughs> um why is it important to you that that you're so broad in your in your business that you don't niche down well i think the really easy answer to that and it's part of my story is, is that it's who i am um i've always been having my hands in everything um and then that somehow i guess sort of carried over because i ended up having six children and then you're kind of spread out all over the place then too so i it it plays out in like literally every aspect of my life but um you know it's it's interesting because i think when people hear multi-passionate or lack of having a niche they think that we're just throwing spaghetti against the wall and hoping it sticks like that that's what it is but the truth is and i think i've recognized this in other really multi-passionate people other people who maybe have several things that they do as part of their business or as their business plan is that we tend to be even more focused. We tend to be even more organized because we have to be in order to have that many balls in the air at one time. It's it's a natural thing, I think. But I was not born organized, <laughs> Stephen, and I was not. Um, I My mother can tell you what my bedroom floor used to look like. My teacher could tell you what my locker used to look like. But I, you know, I've had to teach myself, okay, if I really want to chase all these dreams, creative dreams that I have literally every moment of the day, then I've got to, I've got to be on the ball and I've got to try to, you know, keep organized and everything like that. So, but I, I, um, I feel like it's allowed me, um, freedom to just be who I am in the moment to focus on what I want in the moment. I just came out with a book. Um, and, and, um, it's my, my third third book yeah um no fourth and but and then I do the network and I'm a mom and I'm a wife and I am a Reiki master and I so I do a lot of different things but it allows me to whatever I'm passionate about in the moment whatever I'm really feeling in the moment I can run with that today and and if I'm a happier joy-filled person because I'm getting to do what I love to do, then you're getting the better of me as well as my client or as the reader of my book or as my child or as my husband, whatever, whatever the interaction is that I have in that moment. Yeah. That, that, you know, and, and, and that's, and that's true for everybody, right? It's, Mm -hmm. it's, um, we, we all play a bunch of different roles, in fact, that's one of the things I work on with my my productivity clients is is you know identifying the the five to seven most important roles and people play more than that of course but the five to seven most important roles that you play in your life and then what are your goals for each of those roles that you play right and I'm and I'm sure you know you you have you have all these different roles and I'm sure you have goals or things that you're trying to right. accomplish in each of those areas. And, and yeah, you get the opportunity to touch on them, you know, daily, weekly, however it is that your, your schedule or however you set your priorities yeah. for that day. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, I get to go with what I feel good with. Um, And that's been such a big part of when I'm working with people um, about developing their spirituality or we're doing a Reiki session or whatever. So much of that is about leaning into your own intuition and um, and what you feel in the deepest parts of your heart and your gut that you you should be doing. And. I, I'm a better person when I can just allow myself into to lean into that instead of what I think it is I'm supposed to be doing, according to all the little voices in my head that say that you can't do that or you should be doing this or that the shoulds that are not oh fun. <laughs> <laughs> and we all have those little voices yeah. that go, yeah. you should be, you should be, you shouldn't be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Right. Um, so it's so great that you're able to lean into that, that, that is just right in the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so tell us a little bit about your business uh, and, and all of the different things that all the different aspects that you have going. Yeah. Um, so I, um, I'm an author. That's one of the things that I didn't um, expect to be doing right now because I wasn't really good at that back back in school days. I wasn't good at the writing. I remember um, specifically about storytelling. This is this is a funny joke for any of you that um, a funny story for any of you that love storytelling. You know, back in school when they used to tell you to read a book and then you were supposed to write um, like a summary, I would essentially rewrite the book. I would think that every I would get in trouble all the time from my teachers because I would think literally every part of the story is so important. And I suppose that's what makes me a good um, space keeper for those telling stories now, because I really do think that the little things are important and, you know, it's important to get all those details in there. But um, but so I I'm an author. I, I write um, different different types of books that can help people in the moment. Um, but I'm also working on a book that um, is a collection of short stories about growing up with my grandparents, um, which. I think is still in that same lines of helping people where they are in the moment of that self-help sort of niche, if you will. But, um, but it's, it's a personal it's, and that's why it's taking me so, mm-hmm. so long yes. to write it. Um, but I'm also the creator, producer, and host of the Breakthrough Show Network, which is a collection of live stream broadcasts by different really passionate hosts that are excited about changing the world through their show. Um, and that all started um, after that story I told you about that I wrote about my brother passing. Um it, it was a collection of stories, a compilation book, and it became a bestseller. And that was done. And I said, what am I supposed to do now? <laughs> what am I, because I had no plan. It wasn't, there was so many other people, so many other women part of that project who already had super established businesses. And I was doing a little bit of coaching, but doing a lot of one-on-one work completely burns me out. And I recognize that about myself. And so um, I much more prefer to do group projects and things like that. But um, and, and so, but I did, so I didn't know what I was going to do. And I said, well, you know, I love this idea of telling stories. I had really come to enjoy at that time, um, you know, video 
videos and and video self-produced chat shows and things like that were just becoming a thing and i said i think i could probably do this and it would be fun and so we came up a friend of mine and i came up with the breakthrough show and we wanted to tell our own stories and tell stories of others who had had big breakthrough moments in their lives and um fast forward now that was that was 2018 now I'm on season six of the breakthrough show and there are five other shows on the network and that now it's a network and it, I never could have imagined it went this way, but that's, that's where we are. Um, like I said, I'm also, um, a Reiki master healer and, um, I love to dab in the spiritual world and personal development and anything that I feel like can bring us a little more joy, um, to our day, a little more, uh, happiness because when we are that way then the world can be that way yeah so so you said your your show network is is live streaming yes yeah none of none of the stuff like this show is recorded right and and uh but so none of your shows are are recorded they're all live streamed so the breakthrough show um i started recording that i think two seasons ago um and that was because i had a little bit of a different trajectory for the show but it airs as as it's live it airs as if we're live and that way it gives me the ability to still interact with the comments and things like that that come in on youtube for me that's one of the the beauties of live streaming is the ability to speak to people as they're hearing your story, to answer questions, to elaborate on something. And the the beauty of that for me, it's, it's so much fun to watch it happen is there's been so many times where there's been a purpose for the show. And yes, that purpose is important. But sometimes with the live streaming, you'll get a question that'll come in and it'll be, you know, you can here in your head, but not really the oohs and ahs of everybody going, this is exactly what I needed right now. And you can go down that avenue and you can visit those things in your conversation. It it, it can be whatever you want to make of it in the moment. And I, I feel so much more um, freedom in that than I did going, okay, now here's the recording and this is what we're going to do. And, but, but, you know, I'm an, I'm an outside the box kind of person. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, clearly. So, so basically what happens is even though they are recorded, you, you put them up, you play them out at a particular time yeah. on like YouTube and people can interact with them. And then you know, presumably you uh, are, are there to interact or, or yeah. how does yeah. that I'm there to interact and it's um, in the breakthrough show is the only one that's like that. All of the other ones are actually live streamed, all the other ones on the network. So I do Project Joy Live, which is a morning show. Um, you've been on my show, My yeah. Way, which we did live as well. Um, right. And um, the Jackson show and Shiraz's show and the Spirit Sessions show. Those are all with other hosts and they're all live as well. Live, live. That's really cool. And, and, and do you provide then... Um, support guidance for the folks that are in your network is that is that part of the service that's there with with the breakthrough network yeah there's guidance there um you know obviously when you're live you have the opportunity for a lot of amazing things but there's also opportunity for um you know little trolls and every now and then to come into the comments so we have moderators and things like that that are there to make sure that that you know kind of stuff doesn't happen and um 
And then we have host meetings, which is a lot of fun because it's really a mastermind type of environment. Because if you could get together with everybody else, you know, in in your community that's doing similar things to you and can say, hey, you know, what's working for you right now as far as finding guests, having an audience, more interaction on your show, topic creation, um, graphics for your for your show. Uh, any of those things I think are so um, I can tell you things. But like you said, everybody's different. Everybody's stories are different. And so if we have now a group of hosts coming together saying, this is what worked for me, this is what worked for me, you can pick one or you can now maybe you're inspired to do your own thing. Right. Yeah, the 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 yes and of of yeah. sort of sharing ideas, it, it, all, all of those ideas spark other ideas, and it may the specific idea may not resonate with you, but it may spark something that that takes you in a different direction, and that's and that's a wonderful thing. Of so so it's it, the the network is more than just um, you helping people, but it's bringing together a community of people who. Um, do this or like-minded about it. I think that's terrific. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and that's what I hear, you know, when I, I've asked, um, because we just did a little bit of uh, rebranding with how we're presenting the host opportunity. And I asked my current hosts, I said, you know, and I thought they would say things like, you know, I, you can, you do the, the little graphic for me, or you do this for me or whatever. And the number one thing they all said was like, this is a family for me. This is, this is, I, I can't, I can't get this anywhere else. And so that, that meant a lot to me. For, for, for many entrepreneurs, you know, the loneliness of, you know, yeah. the, the decision stops with you. You have to make all the decisions. You have to, you know, make sure all the work gets done and you don't really have anybody to share with. So, so having a community like that, um, you know, it, 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 it harkens back to Napoleon's Napoleon Hills, you know, original idea of the of the mastermind yeah absolutely right? yeah where you have you have like-minded people who are interested in in doing something special together yeah uh, that's great so so you mentioned your 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 new book uh thriving through change yeah yes. what oh oh look <laughs> it's like just happened to have White. a copy here <laughs> yes perfect what what, what what's that about so I wrote in an ebook in 2016. Now this is pre breakthrough show. This is when I was doing coaching and things like that, um, called coping through change. And it was a little, I don't know, maybe 20 page ebook. Um, you know, it was nothing formal. I didn't even have it formally published. I just sold it as it was. And it was more than just an ebook. It was like an interactive guide. So I had like meditations included with it and some positive affirmations and things like that. Um, and so, but through the last several years, I had this voice that came to me, like many of us did in 2020 when the world was uh, going nuts. Yeah. Um, that was like, you are literally, and if I can speak directly to your audience, Stephen, I would love to do that because Please do. Please. I believe that every single one of you listening right now, you can already cope. You can all, because you've already done it. You're here right now. You have literally, like, think about this, like, literally for a moment, you have gotten through every single thing that you've been faced with up until this point. And, and you're still doing it right now as we talk. You're, th you're coping just fine. And so the, 
it's so important. I, I think you're capable of more than that. I think that you are able to use every single challenge, every single change that you are faced with to thrive, to use it as a stepping stone, to move forward, to come out on the other side of these changes an even more amazing person than you already are. And so this book really breaks down simple things, simple things that we should know, but yet here we are. (laughs) And I think, you know, little self-care mindset saying no how many of us need to do that more often (laughs) (laughs) and one of the big things i'm so excited about this because i have literally been waiting years to get to break this down is that expectations are actually essential to our thriving and i talk about that in the book so i'm excited Mm. about that which goes goes it's a little bit outside of what most people tell you in the personal development world don't expect anything but i i turn it around a little bit for you do you want to say more about that you have a you want to share a, a tidbit or two about about how that how that works. Sure. So here, this is what I'll say about that. Um, When we talk about uh, one of the things we talk about a lot in the spiritual community is law of attraction, right? Like what Mm -hmm. you, what you want, you, you get into the attract it to your life. Well, one of the key parts to law of attraction is expecting things to be what you want it to be. Mm -hmm. Um, And when we expect things to be, uh, not so great, then the, a lot of times that's what we end up seeing in our lives. And so expectation is an amazing part of of learning to thrive because we have to expect that things are going to be better on the other side of these changes that are taking place. If we expect them to be horrible, if we expect that change is going to be miserable and hard work, then here we are. But it, expectation is a huge part of it. And then we get to the real work that happens after that expectation. And that's detaching. <laughs> Which uh, yeah. is real fun. <laughs> but, yeah. I, but I was excited to talk about that in the book because I think expectation is such a human thing um, that we are really doing ourselves a disservice. And I understand that there's a very popular book out there with four parts that everybody loves that tells you don't expect anything. But <laughs> I think expectation is part of us being human and it helps us to set boundaries and it helps us to manifest the amazing lives that we want to have. So I say expect just detach a little bit more from the outcome, I suppose. Yeah. Or, 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 Maybe maybe set the expectation, but don't be attached to the process. I mean, the, the, don't don't right. don't be attached to the path that you see today that you will get there. Right. The universe provides a, a, a amazing, sometimes astoundingly better alternatives than what you could have imagined. Exactly. Exactly. Right. My four parts that I share in the book are to plan, expect, allow, and then detach. Hmm. I love that. Thank you. you know, but this goes this goes along with you know with um, some of the work by by Doctor Covey, and when he mm-hmm. which he talks about you know you, a thing has to be thought of before you can do it, right? The right. action you have to have an intention, you have to have a a you know a thought 
before you can do. I mean, I decide I want to pick up my water bottle, for example. I have to think I'm going to pick up my water bottle and then reach for it. Mm -hmm. Right. But, but so nothing, nothing happens without the thought preceding it. Yeah. Right? And the truth this is, is that a lot of these, a lot of these stories that we are living now, a lot of the lives that we've created for ourselves, if, if you are like me and doing what you love to do every single day, I, I often say I could have never imagined this as it's become. However, if I think back to my childhood, there are moments there that I can see this person that I am, that I've become now, she was there. Um, she was there when I was literally eight years old in my grandmother's living room with the Tiffany blue carpet, um, you know, hello, 1975. Yes, yes. And, um, and, I was, I came up with a seminar at eight years old for her on how, on how to love yourself. And my grandmother entertained this. I, I bless her. I love her. I loved wow. her so much. Um, and I, I, I don't know why I did that. I had like Taylor Dane on the boom box, Stephen, like love will lead you back. And I made colored pamphlets and I, I just, I just wanted people even then to just love themselves and to to have be happy and joyful and even though things have look different now i suppose than i i thought that they would um i'm still doing that and i still want those same things so that's wow. like my story it's still the same but it just it's that that's that detaching part it just looks yeah. a little different yeah. that's so wonderful Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that and, and all of the, the uniqueness of what makes you unique. Um, Absolutely. So, so if somebody wants to get in touch with you, Jessica, what's the best way for them to reach out? Um, they can go to jessicadugas.com or thebreakthroughshow.com. Um, and then you can always email me, Jessica, at either jessicadugas or thebreakthroughshow.com. Terrific. Thank well, you. thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate yeah. you. And, and, you know, that concludes our show for today. Thank you so much, Jessica. I hope all of the listeners have learned something about being a multi-passionate entrepreneur and telling your story. I know I have. This is Dr. Stephen Kurtz, the professor of Protivity. Make sure you catch us again next time on YouTube, LinkedIn, Apple and Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. And of course, I'd appreciate a review on any of those platforms. Thanks again for joining us.